I'm Vince Roca. Did he say Venti Mocha? And sitting in for Michael Hutchinson is super special guest Marty Bailey. Hello. Thank you. Hey, how's it going? I, I good. as our listeners don't realize, but um, I have yet to upload our last podcast, which I'm going to do by the end of today. Awesome. And then yeah, I'll probably good. upload this podcast tomorrow. Cool. Um, I just got busy. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. You're just watching movies. It's, I well, I did watch a lot of movies. When the wife is at home, um, she she stayed homesick yeah. uh, this past no week. Fun, so. She had like three days off that she was sick. I usually don't do anything if she's around. I do nothing else but hang out with her. Yeah, absolutely, and do whatever she wants to do. Yeah. Um, good. But I was in this weird quandary when we recorded our last episode, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, I was I have a dual uh system on my desk on yep. this computer and i was on the other system oh yeah you, you were, and you i were couldn't on, log right. on to the internet um <laughs> but uh that's all fine and taken care of now so uh all is work, well work, work. uh we were just you were just talking about scott pilgrim um before scott pilgrim versus the world yeah what is that that's uh michael is that a is that michael an album Stewart? no that's is that a, movie. a music album that's the movie scott pilgrim is that a band it's the movie. They made a movie called Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yes. No, I've seen it. Yeah. Of course, I've seen it. Um, um, but no, like it, it just—it's one of those. It was—it's been on basic cable or regular cable, like mm-hmm. the movie channel or one of those. And uh, just watching it again, it's been a few years. Just watching it again, it's just like every freaking person in that movie, you know, has like a career now. It's like it's like right. one of those, you know, this was total Michael Cera movie, right? And a bunch of backup, all the you know, secondary players, characters. You know. have but now, like all the backup characters, of course, have their own movies and TV shows and mm-hmm. huge careers and stuff. It's just funny to you know go back and see certain movies like that. It's, and it's not even that old. I mean, it's just you know what five, ten years old. Right. I mean, Edgar Wright just he knows how to pick people. He knows what you know. He knows what he's doing. He's an amazing director. Like Baby I remember Driver. it being a, like Baby uh, Driver. It's like so, you know that that kid already had a career. Right. I think Baby Driver kind of. Elevated launched him, into him a, yeah, yeah. Holy, catapulted him, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, career! Uh, everybody, everybody in the world now wants him in his movie. I remember liking so. Scott Pilgrim, yeah, but I remember it being kind of a mess. It, no, it's 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 silly. It's over the top. I don't it's, just mean the silly, like yeah. like uh, watching um, one of the Apatow, like super bad, is a silly mess. There's there's right. sometimes things that mm-hmm. don't continuities off and stuff like that because yeah. they just went for the joke right but scott pilgrim is not like continuities off because they went for the joke like it's kind of a mess it's just sort of oh no. okay. i remember yeah. some weirdness and oh it. there's a lot of weirdness uh, and i think that's why it didn't really work yeah where it's like oh the nerds are gonna love this movie and i think even the nerds are like yeah that's too nerdy so it's like there are scenes and yeah there are stuff that's you know that's very but sometimes he's like uber cool yeah and then sometimes he is the geek, and yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I haven't. I watched it maybe, maybe twice, probably once. Yeah. And um, yeah, like I said, I mean, I thought it was fine. It was fun, but it yeah. certainly wasn't super bad. Oh and, no, 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 and super no, bad. I, I'm I mean, gonna I watch like... a thousand more times yeah. before I am right. like, oh, I need to watch Scott, like Adventureland, um, which was a, yeah. uh, a, I think that was an Apatow movie. At least it was the Apatow clan. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I no. I can't say that it was terrible, but right. I'm gonna watch Super Bad a thousand more times, yeah. or or The Hangover before I get back to Adventureland again. Yeah. Typically, um, but then you never know. I mean, sometimes you are like I said, it was just on. And I was watching it. I was like, holy crap, man. Every freaking person. I think every person in the background, you know, uh, characters or whatever, 
minus maybe like one or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, Superman's in the movie. I mean, he's you know Brie Larson's in the movie. It's just like right. holy shit, this yeah. is crazy. It's like it was just weird. You know, you just it's weird. Like uh, being a horror fan, we were talking about horror movies earlier, um, like The Grudge and and The Exorcist and stuff. And uh, you see some movies from like the seventies, eighties, and even like the nineties, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, that person's in the movie. Right. You know, you're like, holy shit. So it's kind of like that really, it's kind of cool going back to watch like 80s sleazy, cheesy movie. But you're like, dude, some big fucking people were in these movies. Jennifer Aniston's performance in Leprechaun. Hey, Leprechaun, man. (laughs) uh, What is it? 25th anniversary. I mean, it's, you know, playing on the big screen. uh, My God, you know. In March. No, Uh, this month. Like, or March. Yeah, this month. There's having screenings all over the place. So I I doubt that she's going to show up, but that would be kind of cool if she did. Oh, I mean, she should. It's like, you know, it's like, I mean, some, I don't think Jennifer, the reason I, I believe that the reason that a friend's movie or a friend's reunion show has not happened is because Aniston oh, yeah. is oh, totally. not going to do it. Oh yeah, absolutely. And she, I don't <laughs> think it's, it's a thing of like, uh, I don't think she's being a dick or a bitch of like, you know, fuck that. Yeah. I hate friends. Right. I think it's just like, I did that. Right. Now I'm doing this. Yeah. I, why would I do that again? Mm-hmm. Some people are like that, and that's fine. Um, and it's certainly yeah. not she's all high and mighty and choosing, you know, uh, Oscar-winning no, movies to no. do. She does, uh, you know, bubblegum romantic comedies, which are totally fine. But I feel like mostly what I see Jennifer Aniston in, it seems like something Jennifer Aniston wanted to do. Yeah. Not yeah. something she was forced to do. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. I just watched... Uh, episodes on netflix which is uh, mm-hmm. we're we were watching we were re-watching friends again but um i started watching episodes which was the matt leblanc showtime show which is fantastic yeah have you seen it yeah you didn't think it was fantastic yeah. how did you not think episodes was fantastic? did you watch all of it no oh my god it's so good like it just keeps building and building and just the other things to see the terribleness of making a tv show and there's these well, two like poor, some, i like some of these that, two poor but... british people that are like yeah they, it, despite not wanting to make the show and everything else, and it, Matt LeBlanc forces himself in it and fucks up their show and then asks them how their show got fucked up, and they like, it's because of you. And Matt plays, oh, I, I loved episodes. I think Good. episodes are fantastic. Well, there you go. Um, but uh, the beauty of entertainment. Anyway, the Oscars are, are this uh, uh, weekend. Sunday. Yeah. But uh, we already talked about the Oscars in the last episode that people will hear. Um, so I don't really, I don't know. You, is there anything you want to talk about at the Oscars? Maybe I afterwards, mean, you know, next week. Yeah. The Ryan's, I mean, the big thing is Ryan Seacrest is on the red carpet for E. <laughs> um, and you know, he's, yeah, he's I in his been. me too moment thing. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause he sexually assaulted, keep... allegedly sexually assaulted somebody. So they're, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know how up, well that's going to go. I don't keep up with some of like the, the people magazine or whatever type came of up in my newsfeed. Yeah. And I thought, and it was, uh, actually it started Howard Stern. They were talking about it and they're like, how are they going to put Ryan Seacrest up there to ask people questions? And I was like, what did Ryan do? And then I, I did a search and I saw it mm. that, uh, because of his, the accusations it was like American Idol stuff or his just, no. And I didn't even read the accusations. Shows. I didn't care. Yeah, yeah exactly. I didn't care. Um, yeah. I thought, uh, like I guess this past week, um, people were praising Matt Damon for uh, being a wholesome family man and not being part of this whole Me right. Too thing. And then Mimi Driver came out to say that he did some horrible shit to her, yeah, including breaking up with her on national TV. Um, I guess yeah, Matt Damon. It's 
it, it's he's weird. He uh, his his jokes are pretty brutal, and some of them are public. So, like him and the Jimmy uh, Kimmel jokes. Yeah. Like I mean, they're funny, but some of them are brutal I, to each other. I and fuck you're just Matt like, Damon. Oh yeah. You know, you're just like, wow, this has been going on obviously for since day one of Jimmy Kimmel getting his own TV show. So it's a good inside joke that they brought public, but then Matt kind of went to like the next level, and it was just you know he's being a dick to the family, and be, you know, so you're just like, okay, I can see Matt being. Yeah, I don't, know, kind of, I don't know. Kind of jerky, you know, to people. Um, I mean, if every so. if every shitty thing that a guy has done to a girl qualifies as a no, exactly. moment, no. yeah. then every shitty no. thing that anybody has done to anybody is qualified as... I just, Like, yeah. I think it's sad because I feel like this Me Too moment has gotten out of hand. And No, I mean, it's... it's I think it's... I think it's settled down and people are jumping on the, the bad stories or the weak, like you just said. Like, that's not a Me Too kind of moment or me yeah. to kind of you know story so why the hell are you adding that to you know the mix i mean that that always you know hurts things but it, you know i think i think there's a big enough movement obviously look at the oscars and look at uh like the british i don't know if you watch bafta but like if you watch like the british academy awards nope um did no, they happen just, i guess they happened yes oh, okay. um what won British Best Picture? Uh, three billboards. Three billboards won everything. Oh, good God. It won Best British Film and Best Film, which is freaking hilarious because BAFTA is very funny that way. It's a British they movie? Actually, it's a British director, so it qualifies as a British mm. film. Um, but anyway, there's a lot, I mean, of just a, a lot of women involved and, you know, up front. So, mm. you know, it, which is like, again, which is good. They're there. They're, you know, women have been in and out, you know, behind the camera and in front of the camera since day one. I still don't understand the whole, you know, this uh, year, not, not enough, not enough time for women in a, even like award shows, which is, you know, just doesn't make any sense. So, you know, hopefully uh, the Oscars are this cool. year. Mediocracy has risen to the top of the Academy Awards. Yeah. Yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. Even Get Out, which is a good horror movie yeah. is still in the realm of the world just a mediocre movie i mean it ain't shawshank redemption it ain't life changing it's not you know uh I, life is beautiful yeah like i, I think would get out uh yeah it's um it's gone overblown it's gone overblown um there's nothing it's, wrong with mediocrity. Right. I mean, there's plenty. I hang over in super bad or you know mediocre movies yeah. i mean they're not they're not going to change the world but, but like for a first-time director to make a movie and to make oh, Jordan that much Peele money, did a kick-ass no, like job. That much it's a money, great movie, you know, to make that much money and to get kind of like worldwide notoriety. So, right. so somehow, like I think it's kind of fit in. So yeah, like what you said, it's you know it's mediocre, but at the same time, it's gone um, like literally everywhere, and it's been a yeah. huge hit, which is kind of cool, right? But for so, the horror slash thriller world, yeah. But then you say for awards. I don't know. And you're for like, awards, I, still... I mean, for the for the Oscars, right. I'm just like the entire crop of movies there, mm. and even I, I can even say that Shape of Water could fall into the mediocrity category because yeah, it's definitely not Guillermo's best or anything, and it's it's an amazing film, but... right? And I loved it, and I think it should probably win the award, even though it won't. But I mean, it's not like anything stellar that no. like nothing that is thought provoking, moving. Visually, or, or, or yeah. you know, it's 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 a it's a very nice story. Yeah, and a, a woman is the lead, which is you know, which is nice. Right, and that's you know that's why it's gotten that big push. 
Uh, so. I had marveled. I just finished watching Glass Castle, mm-hmm. and I'm. I said to Deanna, I marveled that you know Woody Harrelson's in three billboards. He's in Glass Castle, mm-hmm. and he's in uh, LBJ. Mm-hmm. Three stunning performances yeah. this year from Woody Harrelson, yeah. and that white skin and that penis means he does not get recognized for any of it. Well, it's and weird. the London it's... the LBJ performance is fantastic, which is weird. I think Woody. Since day one of being on Cheers, he still has that stigma. Oh, he hasn't people, Yeah, which is like 25 Tom, years ago. Tom Hanks was on a sitcom, yeah, too. You know? but you're, well, huh? Yeah, but he was in like 20 movies before Philadelphia, too. So it's it's okay. one of those things you're like, Joe well, versus, but Vol- Woody Harrelson Joe versus was, the Volcano, he's not going to get an Academy Award Joe, nomination. But Woody Harrelson has been in 20 movies since Cheers. No, that's but he's still stuck. He's still very stuck in. in the cheer, he's kind of like right? the dumb blonde, you know, dits, you know, dits male yeah. category. And you're like, he hasn't done that really since Cheers. Yeah, and like even Zombieland, he is kind of a badass. So right. it's like he's a dits, but he's like a badass. So yeah, he's he's stuck. Uh, I don't I don't get it. I talk, you know, my dad actually votes on these things. I've had conversations with him before. He's like, oh yeah, it was that was a good part. And that's about as far as it goes. And yeah. you're like, that wasn't a good part. That was a superb fucking performance. Enough, so. enough about the Oscars. Uh, oh, okay. and, and the higher than mighty word. Um, we'll, let's let's dive into your world. Oh. Um, into the world of horror. Oh, there we go. Yeah. The horrific world. Um, so I had you, you brought over Paranormal Activity. Yes. I don't know how I didn't already have it, um, but it was one of the movies that I didn't have. I've seen it, of course. I think I just ended up seeing it on Netflix or something like that, mm-hmm. but I asked you to bring it over. Yeah. Um, somehow I also don't have The Grudge and uh, The Exorcist. And I just watch I don't really Exorcist understand like how you don't have The Exorcist. That, I, don't, I can't figure it out either. That's kind of baffling. Um, Even if you don't like horror, you need to have The Exorcist. Well, the Exorcist but the thing is, like, is, I'll tell you what, this is what also is on my list, and I do have these yeah. um, movies that I'm going to rewatch. Uh, what Lies Beneath. Okay. Okay, which I love. That's uh, Zemeckis. Movie, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I don't. don't you like it. it? You don't like it? No. Why not? Yeah. I, I, the the uh, cinematography and what lies beneath. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, There's a lot of good the yeah. mirrors and the things thir- like that. The third act, you got going a through cheesy. the floor yeah. and and uh, the mm-hmm. way the camera goes moves yeah. through the floor. It's pretty impressive. Um, but uh, I actually I enjoyed what lies beneath. Yeah. But I'm gonna want to rewatch what lies beneath. The Conjuring. Yes, very good. You you like The Conjuring? Oh, yeah. okay. Anything with James Wan involved, I'll watch twenty times. All right, he's a fucking genius. Um, he I literally know. is a genius. And, but, yeah. and then I'm going to also watch Annabelle, mm-hmm. which is The Conjuring 2, but not really because it's a spin yeah. spinoff. No, because Annabelle, yeah, Annabelle, it goes Conjuring, Annabelle, Conjuring 2, Annabelle 2, Resurrection right. or whatever, yeah. the original, uh, whatever, or the story. So that's actually how the, yeah, the story's sure. linked. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to, did you like Annabelle? Yeah. Yeah. And it, which is funny, Annabelle, the second one. Mm-hmm. Is a lot better and scarier than the first. One, oh, okay, which is, I, I, which is always interesting that sometimes that actually happens in like the horror world where you're like, oh, the sequel is actually better. Um, I I've so. watched Conjuring and Annabelle, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't watched Conjuring two or Annabelle. Watch uh, those two. two also. Yeah. Okay. It, it, they're real. They're solid. They're solid films because, like I said, just James Wan, his production crew, um, the you know the people behind the, the scenes, obviously the actors. Uh, I like that whole little world that they've created uh there's another conjuring movie yeah. sitting on a shelf i mean it's already done. the nun is no, no, not the done. oh uh, another uh, conjuring three but because of lawsuits and everything with the family um oh the conjuring three 
is supposed to come out this year. The Nun was uh, like a side story. Yeah. I guess side enough that it's not involved with the lawsuit. So that's our, that, that is coming out this year for well, sure. Well, Annabelle's side enough as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's why they're, Annabelle was. Yeah. It, it was Conjuring and Conjuring 2 that got, the, got the, the big huge. Uh, um, which doesn't make any sense because you're like, this is still. I know how lawsuits work and I know that the court system is slow. But when a movie comes out. And then you sue three years later. It's a little odd. So it's like I don't oh, that's know pretty the whole. Common, though. No, no, no. I know. So it's like I don't know either side how it's going to work. I don't. Of course, I have not. I mean, I read some of the documents. It's just you know, it's a lot of lawyer talk. So you just sit there and you're like, it's 400 pages of garble that you have to be literally be a lawyer to figure out. But it's like, wow, this is three or four years later. It sounds like you just wanted more money. Like it, it sounds like you right. signed you signed the contract. Thinking that oh these movies are going to make a hundred million you're going to see like ten or twelve million, they they go on to make a zillion dollars and you're like oh all of a sudden I don't like that part of the story and right. I want more money yeah. you're like okay yeah. it's not going to work I don't think they'll win I think Warner Brothers and the, their people will come out on top hopefully but you know we'll see how it goes but it, the, supposedly the Conjuring three is done it's like one of those you know it's it's sitting on a shelf somewhere waiting for courts and all that bullshit but i look forward to the nun so i mean that's that's a pretty good story that's gonna uh, that's gonna screw people up i think on my to-do list or watch list uh the ring oh yeah totally which uh i've i have the ring and i think ringu mm-hmm. ringau whatever yeah. uh and i've watched both of them mm-hmm. um and i didn't i didn't think the ring was a good story mm-hmm. like i thought the horses yeah. the horses and stuff were stupid mm-hmm. But I really dig that chick coming out of that well. Well, it's weird. There's it's, great visuals yeah. throughout it, and there's yeah. some really creepy stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. But um, the whole horse killing, I was just like, this got really stupid out on that lighthouse and whatever. <laughs> that That's what I remember mm. from it. I'm gonna, but I'm going to rewatch it. Yeah, rewatch it. It's, um, good. it's good stuff. The Others. Yes. Which is a Nicole Kidman movie Very that I, I thought was fantastic and also well-made. Unfortunately, another film that I figured out in the first 12 seconds but it's it's good stuff yeah um, the big, big twists and turns i don't really remember if i figured it out but i really but it is like, a good twist it is a good twist and it's a very very good movie it's a very good creepy movie it's like a good ghost that's, story yeah, that's like one of those like movie. the the music and the tone of the film is really good but like, it feels very, very solid. when you watch that movie even though you may know what's going to happen mm-hmm. it feels like you're just around a campfire yeah oh no totally to yeah story. it's yeah it's a great there hasn't been too many ghost story kind of films, uh, unfortunately, because it's—I mean, it's tough. It's—it's it's um, not—it's not easy to tell a ghost story. I'm gonna rewatch the Blair Witch Project. Yes, um, yeah. which I enjoy a lot. The original, the original. Don't yeah. watch the one that came out a year or two ago. Um, I don't hate it. That was trash. Uh, is there a third? There's a third, I think. Whatever. There's, I think. Part two is Book of Shadows, which I have, which I didn't hate. The Book of Shadows is is good, but it was uh, very commercial. All yeah, of a sudden it's they very put, they, they put it like a really, really, you could see that they put a real budget there mm-hmm. and people didn't know how to work with the budget. <laughs> so then, there's a lot of like really dumb scenes. And then there's really, a, the third one you're talking about is like a Blair Witch remake. The, the remake. Kind is of, that what it is? Yeah don't, yeah. yeah. don't watch it. Yeah, I've heard. It's, it's, uh, at least, it, in the first one, I really what I really enjoyed of like the original was the fact that you they get lost in the woods, and that that kind of uh, fear in the fighting between them and everything was very to me was very realistic. Mm-hmm. It was like that was really good acting. It was really good 
uh, back and forth. You know, they're pissed off at each other. Real creepy shit. This quote-unquote remake or whatever that came out a year or two ago, none of that. It was literally like, oh, we're just going to make a movie with this name. And Well, yeah, because yeah, really... the original cast, it was an indie film, and they were yeah. doing it long hours in shitty situation. Yeah. And so they were really yeah, bent horrible, and upset. The yeah, second it's a horrible film, set if you right, really... The second yeah. one had a, had a crazy great budget, so yeah. everybody worked two hours oh, yeah, a day yeah, and exactly. stayed in beautiful hotels <laughs> and no one's angry at anybody. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to rewatch Blair Witch Project. Uh, I'm going to rewatch one of my favorites, Uh-oh. Stir of Echoes. Okay. Yeah. Very I love good. Stir oh, yeah. of Echoes. Very, very cool. Um, the and the, the yeah. song painted black Talk just about, like, makes the, that movie. The people in the background of that movie and, ooh, have careers. The girl has, you know, gone on to a good career. Uh, I'm going to rewatch The Entity. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rewatch. Based on a true story, you know. Yeah, based on a true story. I'm going to rewatch Very the Animeville Horror 2005 one. That's the mm-hmm. one with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Very which good. I actually think is the best Animeville yeah. Horror. Very, very good. It's, um, it's, it's also the closest one to the actual real story. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 the good it's one. It's way better than the first Animeville. Well, yeah, I mean, the first one it was yeah, uh, 70s. Which is uh, got, what is it, Polly from Rocky, who's in the first one, in the original one? The old man, uh, the father, he, who's a dick. Yeah, he's in it, but. Uh, dick. Yeah, I mean, in the girl from Superman, she's the mom. And yeah, the, the, but it's very schlocky. It's very seventies, very silly. Yeah, um, it was a breakout yeah. hit. I mean, it was a it was yeah. a no budget movie. That, yeah, you know, I'm gonna watch Amityville two, mm-hmm. the original Amityville yeah. two. Um, pretty cheesy, pretty sleazy, and it's that 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 one's that one's on uh, like the sleazy category. So it's uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm gonna rewatch It Follows. Yes. And I'm gonna rewatch Poltergeist. The original? Uh yes. Please, yeah, okay. Is is it don't, a remake? Don't. Yeah, of course. God, have I seen the remake? Yeah, Sam Rockwell was uh, the dad. I'm gonna watch the original. Yeah. Um <laughs> but I don't remember if there was an era, you know, remake. Now I'm gonna I'll I'll go back over this list, I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I sort of did. What lies beneath um there were some very awesome camera movements in that movie that I wanna rewatch uh, because of that. And a couple that uh, were very creepy, mm-hmm. um, so that's that's a big reason with that. The Conjuring, um, I I just want to rewatch the Conjuring and Annabelle. I want to rewatch because uh, I have penned out a story that is similar to Annabelle, mm. and Conjuring sort of ends with that Annabelle. And I had penned the story out before Annabelle even ex- before Conjuring. Oh, existed. so you can sue them too? Okay, I can what? You can sue them too. Yeah, that's like, because the, I mean, <laughs> jump on the this, jump on the lawsuit bandwagon and just the story that I penned out um, has to do with a real life little girl named Annabelle in the United Kingdom okay. um, who committed a crime. Mm-hmm. And so there there's some similarities and I'm assuming their similarities simply come from reading the same story from, yeah. you know, the exact same history. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just enough for inspiration. Yeah. Not enough to be close so that's the reason i'm gonna rewatch those two the ring um is the the scene of the girl the woman coming oh, out the of the well is is yeah, oh, crazy the tv and the well the yeah. tv and the well are creepy yeah. and Absolutely that's why i want to rewatch them is because yeah. of those scenes uh the others um i remember that the creepy scenes in it none particularly stick out but it was a good ghost story so that's why i'm gonna watch that blair witch project one of my favorite scenes ever is the final scene in the movie where the camera just gets hit the dude is standing in the corner and the camera gets hit down because i remember watching that and i remember being in the theater and i knew the whole thing was fake but i was just i i remember yeah i remember like tapping my fingers like uh 
like a villain yeah. just misering over in it going, yeah. how, how are they going to, how yeah. are we going to get out of this? Exactly. How are they going to end this? Yeah. What do they do? What do they do? Yeah. And then when they, when they ended the, the, it that way, I literally, I wanted to applaud them like oh, Bellissimo, yeah. fantastic yeah. ending. Um, but it was super creepy. But it was like, it was a great buildup. Oh, totally. You know, yeah. That, yeah he's running through like the it. house. So there's this, cre- you're, and he's standing in the corner and it's yeah. creepy. And then the camera just gets whacked yeah. to the ground. And, uh, and so I love that. I yeah. love that scene. Absolutely. Uh, um, stir of echoes mm-hmm. the scene when Kevin Bacon sits back down on the couch and she's right there yeah he leans forward he wakes up in the middle of the night he leans forward he turns on the TV and he leans back and she's there fucking mm-hmm. raised hairs on my spine yeah. you um, know what's funny with stir of echoes is that it's actually I to me it's scarier than I thought it was going to be I like I saw I remember the trailer I'm like oh it's a Kevin Bacon movie I'll see it anyway because I'm a huge right. Kevin Bacon fan but then I saw the movie I'm like this is going to scare the shit out of people. Like, th- like this is one of those movies that there's some good jump scenes. There's yeah. some solid storytelling. And you either believe it or you don't believe it. That that always happens in horror. But, like, that scene in particular was a great freaking jump scene. Uh, in a way that it wasn't uh, loud music or a door slamming or, you know, like one of those kind of, you know, uh, jump scenes. Like, it wasn't forced. It was, mm-hmm. oh. That's good. That was a solid fucking special effect. That was a solid shot. The whole thing. It was it was great. Uh, I'm an atheist. I believe that when you die, you die. That's right. it. It's just over. Right. Um, I don't believe there's a God. I don't believe there's right. a devil. I don't believe there's spirits. I don't yeah. believe there's ghosts. Right. I mean, if I believed in a ghost, that means I have to believe in a higher power that because there's something else that right. happens to us. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that I then, def- by default, you have to believe in a God. Or mm-hmm. and it, But if you believe in a God, yin and yang, you have to believe in a devil. <laughs> so, so to me, the whole package comes together. Right. I don't buy into any of it. Um, that being said, when, you watch a, when I watch a ghost story... I have to sus- I have to right. let that go. I have to buy right. into that. That's part what I mean. Of it. That's what I mean. It's like so, that fifty fifty. Like, is this believable? Is this not believable? Right. I think Echoes is very so believable. I don't dismiss right. uh, Stir of Echoes. To I mean, I could easily just go, which I know it. None of it is real. Right. That doesn't matter. Right. It's a story. It's fun, and that movie is is a movie that I feel is bulletproof. Like yeah. there are no holes in it. Yeah. Other than the fact of I don't believe right. in ghosts. There's no holes in it. There, I mean, the story that the way that it ties in and the layers and why it happens mm-hmm. and particularly the way that he acts. Because there's the other thing that I love about that movie, and um, this is going to get into Amityville too in a moment. But the other thing that I love about that movie is Kevin Bacon is going crazy. Yeah, he's digging holes in the backyard. Yeah, he's busting up the concrete. Right. So you Wh- believe him. You believe the story. You go with him. I down, believe down, he down, believes, right, right, right. and that, that's what's but most that you important. You go down that rabbit hole of like, oh man, this poor guy's fucking going nuts. Right. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I will go along if your if your most passionate thing, if Martin Bailey's most passionate thing in the world is eggplants. Yes, I'm going to show an interest in eggplants right. because you love. Right. Like if you're passionate about eggplants, right. well, I should be interested right. in it too. Absolutely. Um. So if you can find someone who's really into something. You can get into it right. just by proximity because, mm-hmm. well, they're totally into right. it as opposed to just like, yeah, you know, eggplants are all right. <laughs> and Kevin Bacon, as you're along in that story, like he it, he's believing that this shit is yeah. happening. And he's fully into it. Right. And the, the part of that, the aspect of that that I love is what is his wife like? What do you do when you come home and your <laughs> wife is digging holes in the backyard? Exactly. Yeah. And then it is would, busting up concrete in the basement. Yeah, it would be a little. 
and right. And how scary. do you deal with this right. person that you've loved your entire life? who's always acted normally and you, you just, yeah. and they're not doing anything wrong. Right. Like you can't go, mm-hmm. you can't call the police and say, my husband's digging holes <laughs> in the backyard. Like he's not doing anything wrong. So, right. Uh, I I love Stir of Echoes. I love Stir of Echoes so much that I wish that I had made it. Definitely um, one of those. Definitely one of those kind of thrillers that you're like, God damn it. Same with Blair Witch. Like when I watched Blair Witch, I was like, God damn it. It's like if I made these these bastards made a kick ass movie and mm-hmm. I hate them, but I love them because they made it. But it's just like, oof, mm-hmm. that's a good fucking movie. As I, I don't even care if people hate it or make fun of me for saying that. I think Blair Witch is still easily one of the best independent films ever created. oh hands down you know, i mean like i don't care if you like the movie and again if you don't like the movie or if you don't believe the story or whatever your reasons behind not liking it you have to admire the fuck out of these people for making a movie that was like really really right. solid film so i've talked about i think i've talked about uh, yeah. on the podcast anyway but I, i've talked about citizen kane i think yeah. it's a terrible movie mm. i appreciate mm-hmm. The, the particularly with editing, what went into making yeah. that movie, yeah. and and the the crafting of mm-hmm. the close up, and mm-hmm. you know the 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 over the shoulder, and the I would say it's the, a terrible movie, but at the same time, I don't think it's any good. I, I mean, yeah. b- it's below mediocrity. Right. I mean, it's not. It's just not like a timeless story, or yeah. uh, it ain't Casablanca, right? Um, and people, but the visuals are pretty impressive for when, the, especially for the time whenever i hear someone say that uh uh citizen kane is their favorite movie i'm always like what film professor told you to say that because <laughs> yeah. nobody right nobody watches citizen kane today and, and and thinks that it's fantastic um unless a professor you know made you feel that but anyway <laughs> i yeah. but i still appreciate everything that what what it did for right. its time it was leaps and bounds and you have to for blair witch project at least, I mean, from my point of view, mm. is it whether I believe that you know witches exist and ghosts right. exist or not? The found footage film starts with the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. There's like a ton before they existed, but that put it but, on the map, right. and they did a great job of putting their found footage together, making it believable mm. as as this could have been found. Yeah. The whole assembly of the movie, I, yeah. I mean, it, it is a masterpiece yeah. for what it is. Yeah. It's not Shawshank Redemption. Mm. But for what it is, so you like Shawshank Redemption? I think Shawshank Redemption one of the best movies that's yeah. ever been made, and and a no, lot of people will that. agree with me. I yeah. mean, it's you on said it twice, so it's kind of fun. Shawshank is easily on the top ten lists of most you know famous critics ever. Oh yeah. Um, oh no, I love it. And uh, we could dispute where on the list it belongs, mm-hmm. but it is on that top no, ten. No, I would definitely put it. Um, I would put it way the fuck up. There. I have never met someone who hated Shawshank Redemption. Right. I can argue why The Godfather doesn't belong on the top ten list. Um, even though I love Goodwill right. Hunting, uh, I could see where people could argue why Goodwill Hunting doesn't belong on the top ten list. But I don't think anybody can argue that no. Shawshank yeah. doesn't. Anyway, yeah, maybe it's not the number one, but so I go to Shawshank. No, it's- um, so story echoes, I'm gonna, uh, the entity, I remember being freaked out when she's like up the walls and dragged oh. around the room and everything. So that's, I want to watch it for that scene. Um, Animeville horror 2005. I just remember it was great. Uh, Ryan Reynolds doesn't wear a shirt and chopped wood and you know, it's sexy as could be for the gay part. Of and me. if you really watch that scene, that's one of the best visually, uh, uh, edited and like the the visual effect of that scene because that kid's nowhere close to that fucking axe. 
Oh. But the way the angles, like what you could, the trickery, what camera people uh -huh. and editors like yourself can do, mm -hmm. it looks like that kid is like three inches from that axe, that entire sequence. And mm -hmm. you, I was scared shitless. Mm -hmm. I was like, that was fantastic because I was on edge and very few movies actually pissed me off. That scene pissed me off because I'm like, you're fucking with a kid. Mm -hmm. And wow, that's a good scene because that that just messes with you. And then you're like, damn, that's a good edited scene. Because, of course, the kid, you know, it's just like a bear coming at you. Right. They're 50 feet away or in a different fucking scene. And they, you know, so that sequence is amazing. So, like, when he is axing anyway, it's good. But then all of a sudden we puts the kid up there and he's like, oh, mostly this, this is a horrible scene. This is like this director's an asshole because right. it's like that's some scary stuff. Right. And uh, in a good way, not a bad. Yeah, asshole. Yeah, like, yeah. like, dang, dude, kid in jeopardy. That's kid in jeopardy. Right. You know, one on one perfection. A perfect scene, perfect sequence. So yeah. Uh, then I'm gonna watch Amityville two because mm -hmm. one of my favorite scenes in horror ever mm. is when the son in that movie is nailing the window shut. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, he's he he's nailing the like his face is starting to transform and he's nailing the window shut and uh, the mother comes home and his I forget his character's mm. name but is like Billy, what are you doing? And he just looks at her and he's like. Because <laughs> he's trying to oh, lock okay. down the house to murder the family, murder everybody, okay, yeah, yeah, kill no, everybody. I haven't, I haven't so seen it a bit, so that's yeah. the one where he uh, uh, he sleeps with his sister. Yeah, yeah, he molests his sister. Yeah. Which I also love those scenes because they're just super uncomfortable. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's what I mean by sleazy. The way, like the whole movie is a little like it's a t it's a touch sleazy. Not in uh, like the eighties sleaze, and you just sit there and you're like. Really? I don't even there? remember if I don't know if we ever see her like naked. No, 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 no. I don't yeah, remember nothing. if yeah. we ever see them like have sex. Mm. There's yeah. just these long. But that's what I mean looks. by sleazy. Like it's just like, oh, they're going that route. Okay, this I, is it, weird. Yeah. I I wouldn't it's been say a while. sleazy. No. It's super creepy. Okay. Yeah. It just like, yeah. um, I haven't seen it in a bit. So yeah, I don't know. There's a moment, usually in a cop and robbers movie, a good cop and robbers movie, mm -hmm. where the gunman has the look of death in his eyes, mm -hmm. and you know that they're gonna that they're gonna pull the trigger. Right. And I feel like that kid, and mm -hmm. I don't even know who he is and who he went on to be, but in Amityville Two, even with the the sex scenes with his sister, right. he has that look right. in his eye. Very demonic. That yeah. that Richard Ramirez mm -hmm. look. Yeah. Um, so I want to yeah. rewatch, I want to watch it for that. Um, it follows, I remember, I remember cringing and being creeped out at this thing that is just slowly moving toward yeah. you mm -hmm. and, uh, and wincing, like when I watch ghost protocol and I'm wincing when he's hanging off of the building <laughs> and I'm just like, Oh shit, he's going to fall any second. I, I remember <laughs> in it follows getting that feeling right. of like, like this is going to happen any minute now. Um, which is so funny when people don't put that into like the horror thriller category, which is understandable because it's not a slasher, it's not a real monster, you don't know what it is or whatever. Right. Um, but like you just said, like right there, just like the entire movie, if you're into it from like I was into it from the, the get go, when that girl runs out of her own house and like mm -hmm. the dad's talking to her and she's running around the street, like the very, very beginning, um, I was totally into it. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be good because like it it, it grabbed my attention. And just kind of just like it just kept punching. It was mm -hmm. just like the music is phenomenal. I think it was like the beginning of the whole 80s synth, you know, horror, you know, like that weird 80s, you know, music too. Um, so, yeah, like the whole movie works for me. Mm -hmm. But I don't understand when horror people say, oh, it's not a horror movie. You're like, 
I think it's kind of horror. I think it's it's I a guess thriller. It's probably more of a, it's a thriller. It's a thriller. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easily definitely a thriller. In there. You know, it's, it's definitely in there. Thriller, yeah. Um, I wouldn't put it up as like a a top ten horror movie of the year, but it it can mess with your head. And I'm like that. That to me is what horror is supposed to do. What a thriller right. is supposed to do. You know, when you're uncomfortable or you know it's something out of it, and you're like, okay, right. that was good. Um, The Exorcist. I've watched that movie probably a hundred times yeah. as a kid, particularly. Mm-hmm. So I just want to revisit it because of yeah. that. Um, I've seen it's The still, Exorcist so many times that I don't think I can vaguely find it frightening. No, yeah, um, it's it, it still works though. Again, to go back to music, it's uh, Exorcist and Jaws both work so well because the oh, Jaws music, is fantastic. But the music <laughs> uh, creates that tone, and even if you watch The Exorcist, like watch it again. When you watch it again, just feel the tone of the movie. It's very dread. It's very down. Yeah, um, I remember what, that. what a horror movie is supposed to be. And then the tubular bells, like it, that music kind of like just fucks with your head. Mm-hmm. So you're just like, you don't know where you're at. And same with Jaws, like that very, you just don't know what's going on. And like the music is really unsettling and it just, it helps the movie, it helps the visuals. So like when you see the, you know, when you see Bruce, the shark or whatever, it, it you know, it freaks you out. And like an exorcist, when she does crazy shit at the end, that buildup is like, holy shit. So good, and it is still it, it still works. It still is scary to me. It's a it definitely creepy. It's definitely the creepy factor still works, and it's forty something years old. And you know they did a good they they. It was one of the movies I I've mentioned this I think to you before that my bloody Valentine Hell Night. Um, we had when I was a kid we had two VHS players yeah. we had rented them and I had duplicated them. <laughs> So I yeah. had copies of them, right. and as a kid, it was it was just one of the movies that I always had. So I would watch. I you mean, I've, I'm not kidding when I say I've uh, seen The Exorcist a hundred oh, times. Yeah. Absolutely. And there is there's nothing that I'm going to find scary about that My Bloody Valentine or Hell Night because yeah. I've seen them so many times. There are scenes that I love, and there's part of those movies that I really love, but they're just like I, I mean. From my childhood, they're very much just like uh, turning on the TV and Scott Pilgrim versus the world is on. So you're just leaving it on because it's in the background right. like that. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, I'm going to revisit the extras for that. Uh, the Grudge. Mm. I remember the Grudge. I, I thought The Grudge was a terrible movie, mm-hmm. but it made a ton of money. Yeah. I do remember when she showers and she's reaching mm-hmm. like into her hair and there's like things in her head. Yeah. Um, the hands or whatever. Yeah. I remember that being kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to rewatch it to see if it's as terrible as I originally <laughs> remember and why it made so much money. That's more of an a- analyst of like, why did this do so well? And it might've had a lot to do with Sharon Michelle Geller's popularity at the time, mm-hmm. Yeah, but she was Buffy. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I remember seeing that movie uh, opening weekend. It was a Friday and I saw it like in the afternoon. Then I went over to Michael's, uh, our friend, Michael Hutchinson's house. Who's and I, usually on this podcast. He's usually here. And I told him, and he scoffed at this. I told him, this is going to scare the living shit out of 12 to 14-year-old girls, hmm. and it's going to make $200 million. Hmm. It did exactly that. It, it it hit that. It was a perfect timing for the mall movie mm-hmm. where teenage girls went to the mall, and they saw a scary movie in the afternoon. And it just, it made ungodly amounts so of So it might be the psycho factor yeah. in the vulnerable female yeah. shower. I think I think the shower scene, I think a shitload of people went to see it because of that and the word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Like it was, like it was, uh, I, yeah. So, um, 
I don't I don't remember much of the movie. I do remember some of the Korean like the real ones, the the original um being very very creepy but being very dark. The movie was a lot darker and the grudge was a little obviously more commercial. Um yeah, and I was just like, dude, 13, 14, 15-year-old girls. And this is back when Heaven was I think about 12 Michael's or 13. Michael's daughter Heaven. Yeah. Um yeah, Michael's daughter. Uh I said her group they're literally going to pee in the theaters. They're right. going to be so scared. Right. So outside of that age group, outside of that, you know, guys seeing the movie, I don't know what's going to happen. But very, very, it, it tapped into that, like you said, the psycho shower scene. I think it, it tapped into that girls are going to fucking freak out. And girls do see things, and they do actually put money behind things sure. where guys <laughs> don't. Guys will wait or see it for free or sneak in or see it online or you know however you're going to see it that, that very much gives me something to think about while yeah. i'm watching the movie yeah. so it's i think it's i think it tapped into that 13 year old girl um see you know seeing another girl in the shower and then shit comes out of their head you know like totally fucking freaks them out just like psycho i just like watch psycho and the birds are uh it's on cinemax or one of those channels uh all the hitchcock movies are on again um and just like watching the birds and watching psycho it's it's just fascinating. These movies were made like sixty years ago. And they Psycho's st- a better movie than no, 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 Citizen but, Kane. But yeah, but like they still work for those simple, very mm-hmm. simple, yet creepy as fuck scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the birds. Like how you know, I'm like, oh come on, birds. You know that doesn't even make any yeah. sense. But then you watch it, and you're like, oh okay, I be- like it's believable. Right. Hitchcock made it believable uh, that an animal could do that. And again, it's one of those either you go with it. Or you don't, you know, you're like, oh, right. this movie's crap. This is dumb. And Psycho, I think, is the same way. It's just kind of like, well, why, why would she stay at the hotel by herself? I'm done with the movie because this is stupid. But, uh, you know, that shower scene, easily one of the best edited, like, you're an editor, easily still one of the best edited mm-hmm. scenes ever because mm-hmm. you don't see anything. There's no blood. Uh, there's no nudity. <laughs> there's there's literally nothing. And you, it's it's one of those visual things that you're like, Oh my God! He just chopped up a lady in the shower. It's like, nope, never even touched her with a knife. You know that movie? So it's just you, yeah. It's that just movie so almost good. got an X rating. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you know why? Uh, no, actually, I don't remember why it was because like that was when the that's when the X rated stuff was just started out in the sixties. Yeah. It almost got an X rating because it had a toilet in it. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's right. You couldn't have a toilet. You show the toilet on screen, right? Because he's cleaning up, and he, they show the toilet twice. And Hitchcock showed, did it on purpose, I think, too. I don't know. No, no, I mean, no. It, I, I the Exorcist, in another piece of history, or trivia, The Exorcist is the reason that uh, the Beverly Hills, uh, the area, well, Beverly Hills has uh, pay for parking. Mm-hmm. is because of The Exorcist. And the, there's a limit on the parking. It was, um, what's the name of the theater? Ugh. In terrible trivia. Yeah. Mm. That was the only theater that yeah. could show it um, or that showed The Exorcist because uh, it was banned yeah. by uh, theaters all over the country and right. all the big chains wouldn't. And here in Los Angeles, it was a theater in Beverly Hills. Mm. Uh, An independent theater. Yeah. yeah. Okay. God yeah. damn, why can't I name the theater? It's down. It's on Wilshire. Um, One of the Lemleys? Is it a Lemley? No, no. It's still an independent theater. Oh, anyway. Um, but uh, the Christian right to try and keep the oh, theater yeah. from the, uh, the people going to see the movie mm. got parking meters put up all around and limited parking times that you could park there. Funny. Uh, for, to try and get people not to go see the It was a two-and-a-half-hour movie, so it was probably yeah. at a two-hour limit. So Yeah. 
You right. Move your car. Interesting. Um, so Paranormal Activity, uh, I think, is a fantastic yeah. movie. Um, there's a lot of problems with that. Oh, movie. absolutely. And I don't mean problems like uh, I don't believe that there's you know ghosts. <laughs> it's like there's silly scenes mm-hmm. with uh, um, the seance and stuff like that happening, but the stuff where she's waking up in the middle mm-hmm. of the night yeah. and the doors are closing and creepy things are happening yeah. are stellar yeah, are absolutely. fantastic yeah. in that movie um obviously because they made five of the movies so again yeah when people make fun of it or point fingers or say oh, as a billion dollar you're, franchise yeah you're it's, like dude yeah. whatever yeah it, it's fucking creepy as shit so uh so i want to watch it for that um paranormal entity which was an asylum knockoff i i had watched a long time ago and it has a great scary scene in it as well. Like a, a, there's, a there's a fantastic creepy it. scene. Um, Poltergeist. I think uh, one of the creepier scenes is when she's just in front of the TV set and she's talking. Oh, yeah. You know, totally. she's like, "They're here," yeah. and she's looking at the TV set. And I've always found that to be one of the creepiest scenes ever in cinema. So I want to watch it for that. Um, and a lot of trivia behind the film too. So you know that that's the Poltergeist movie is always fun to watch. Yeah, because you're just like. Half these people did Spielberg direct it, didn't he? We don't know. No, Toby actually said it before he passed away two years ago. Yeah, he he wasn't there. Um, okay, so we've gone over this list here, and um, most of this list, uh, there's uh, two things that it has in common. Mm. Um, one is is these are a bunch of ghost stories, yes, these are not uh, madman movies. Like, you should actually put the fog in there too. That's the best ghost story. Fog is fantastic, that's the best ghost story ever. Um, we're talking the original John Carpenter's fog. Um, these are uh, uh, these are all ghost stories, yes. and um, uh, that's one thing that they have in common. The second thing that they have in common is they all, almost all of them, specifically have a creepy scene mm-hmm. that um, I absolutely mm-hmm. love. Right. So uh, you just said the fog. Are there any other ghost stories that I should add to this list? Uh, well, the, the the actual film called Ghost Story isn't bad either. I mean, that's, that's a good, yeah, like nineteen eighty four movie, good. right? Yeah, seventies or yeah, eighties maybe. Yeah. That's a, it's an interesting, it's an interesting one only because the people that are in it, I mean, it's a huge, came huge. out around the same time as Motel Hell, didn't it? I want to say those were, uh, it was like yeah, a maybe. double feature. Yeah. Ghost Story and Which Motel Which didn't make Hell. any sense because Ghost Story is not a sleaze and cheese and it's an actual decent story. Yeah. But, uh, Ghost Story is The, the poster for that has a house, the black and white. And black it's and just white. A, like almost like an Amityville looking yeah. house sort of shape. Yeah. 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 Uh, but the fog, I mean, the fog is, uh, I, I just talked about this last night. The fog is still... One of my all-time favorite movies. John Carpenter, right? John Carpenter. Yeah. And it just, you watch that movie, and and again, uh, most of his films, I would say most, if not all, um, he just, he sets the tone off so damn fast in his movies with the music, and just right there at the beginning, they're just sitting around the campfire telling a story. And again, it's like, you either believe it or you don't believe it, and I'm fucking hooked, and I still am. And it's the 40 years later. I mean, that movie came out in 81. The just, fog, they're telling a ghost story? Yeah. Is that how that happens? Yeah. Mm, all right. He's, they're, uh, they're literally sitting around a campfire. Adrian Barbeau? Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, I remember yeah. her. I remember like a scene. I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember yeah. her a scene like standing in the street and the fog is just slowly coming at her or something like that. Yeah. Um, how Watch was it. the remake? Oh, it's the worst movie ever made. Okay. Yeah, don't. It's the only Worse film than the Blair Witch Project remake? Yeah. Uh, well, I actually watched the Blair Witch, um, the remake, quote unquote remake or whatever, of the Fog. Is I actually, Selma Blair in the remake? In the remake. Anyway, all right, um, whatever. I actually walked out on. 
Oh, okay. It's one of like the only three or four movies that I walked out on. Yeah, but you are you stopped watching I Tanya, and that was a good movie. That was so at we, home. That's all I did. I didn't spend the fifteen dollars to Martin, go. Martin, note note to audience: Martin can sometimes get moody and mad at movies. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> just uh, just again, ask him about Lone Survivor. Whenever, oh, whenever you're with Martin, made up bullshit. Just, just say to Martin that Lone Survivor is your favorite movie, and see how well that conversation wow. goes. It'll go downhill very fast. <laughs> Very, very fast. Kind of like Perfect Storm. They all died, but it's a great fucking story. Okay, how the fuck did that story come out? They're all dead, so it's all made up uh, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, the so, end. Same the... with Lone Survivor. They're all dead. <laughs> the one guy that survives or whatever doesn't remember anything, but let's write a book about it. Okay, cool. Uh, but um, None of it makes any sense. Well, it's yeah, but bullshit. you don't... Okay, to be bullshit. fair between those two, though. Yeah, okay. Lone Survivor... Mm is trying to be a period correct dr- drama. Right. Perfect Storm is a disaster movie like oh, no, the no, day no, no, after no, no, no. tomorrow. No, I'm just saying I'm just saying it's whenever I always jump on uh this is probably like anti my sister but like it, the base on a true story, you know, scenarios or whatever. Right. It's like uh, come on. And right, you, you can right. sniff that shit out before the the beginning credits are, you know, uh, done. Right. Um I believe the conjuring that's not how any of those stories really went. It's a movie. James right. Wan and his people created like you know th- this world you just said brain. you believe so you believe in ghosts uh for film yeah but you just said you believe in the conjuring but that's not how the story happened well uh, so again, you believe in paranormal activity yes you believe, I believe so you believe, I believe in, in, in ghosts white noise and all that shit yeah you bring it in white noise you believe in ghosts yeah do you believe in god uh no not anymore no okay i'm out of that realm do you believe in a higher power do you believe in Satan? Do you believe there's a devil? No, not really any of that shit anymore. But you believe in yeah. ghosts in a yeah, supernatural yeah. environment. Right. So you're I don't in, know where we go. I don't know what happens. You're so, in yeah. you're in an odd stage yes. where you're I, agnostic maybe. You yeah, I'm you, you don't have I don't believe in anything. You just so. don't have faith. Yeah, I don't believe in anything you, like that. You, I, but, you have a belief that there's some other yeah, world, but yeah. you don't have faith right. in anything. Probably humanity. Oh yeah, no. There is no yeah. <laughs> No, there is no. a movie like Lone Survivor was made and made a lot of money, so I have no faith in humanity. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I, I think over the last five, ten years of my life, you know, things have come in, into my world and into my head that some some things make sense, some things don't make sense. Um, some things that you say are absolutely, uh, I, I, I believe what you're saying. You don't believe in ghosts at all. You don't believe in any of it. Right. And I'm like, I'm kind of getting close to that there, but I do like, maybe I like the, the thought mm-hmm. of a white noise of the paranormal right. stuff. Right. So you, like, because I, you love horror so much. You yeah. Want that so it's like, I don't know if I believe it. I'm still yeah. one of those, like I watch the, I don't want, shows. I don't want Jason to chase me down, but I really want to live in a world where Jason Voorhees exists. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. uh, you might've seen in your Facebook feed, someone, uh, dropped Jason in the bottom of camp crystal Lake. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And you, did you see that story? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. And I want to be the scuba diver who comes oh across Jason chained up. That would be like, I, I just love that that exists, but I, I don't want Jason. I, I don't want to live no. in a world where Jason actually fucking right. hacks me up right. or my family. Yeah. But yeah, you sort of want to be like, oh, it's so cool that right. like, this is the street where Michael Myers hacked everybody, you know, killed the family right here in Pasadena. Uh, it is. And I've been there. Have you gone? Yeah, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah. The hedges are still there. They just, they just 
they actually made the the remake is on the same street. On the same street, yeah. And then did you go to Michael Myers' house, which is now a dentist's office? Uh, long time ago. Yeah, like that's... I mean, ages ago, before I took you know pictures of you know every. Now I take pictures of everything, like wherever I go. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely do the, redo the tour. So uh, back to what other ghost stories? Uh, ghost story talk. Anything else stick I, out to I, you? I, Paranormal wise or. Um, not really. I, I mean, I really think, and like White Noise isn't that good of a film. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting. I re- Michael Keaton movie, uh, right? Yes. Is that the Mike? Um, yeah. What's the Dennis Quaid? Uh, Jesus, Jesus the Son. They're talking through CBs in different. Oh yeah, time. frequency. Frequency. Frequency is kind of cool. Yeah, it's cool. And neither uh, one no, of those are really ghost stories. Not, not a ghost story. Yeah, but the paranormal stuff. You're like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. This is kind of interesting. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to. Right. I'd have to think about it. But so, like, so tell me, scariest scenes? What comes to your mind? Like I was talking about uh, stir of echoes and that girl and the grudge echoes, head. I mean, that, like, the grudge that? head. Like what? Yeah. What sticks out to you as the scariest scenes that in the in the movie? It, it doesn't have to be ghost story. It could right. be Psycho. It could be Jason Voorhees. Uh, you know what? It, it's crazy to think like what actually you're putting me on the spot because so much doesn't scare me, unfortunately. But I do remember as a kid specifically like i remember this this whole scene probably why i like horror so much um watching jaws for the first time i was mm-hmm. like five or six years old i'm in the back of a car we're in a drive-in mm-hmm. and the very first time you see bruce the shark mm-hmm. i freaked out i remember i literally remember screaming and crying mm-hmm. and then afterwards giggling mm-hmm. so i remember like that very like vividly like oh my god that was fucking cool. Like that whole, oh, I like this. You know, it was just kind of like, ooh, that's kind of cool. I want to be scared again. Um, so that's probably why I've read so much and seen so much and hope, you know, hope for the best. I think the Conjuring movies are scary. You know, I think uh, th- those kind of, you know, we don't know what's in the dark, you know, is always scary. Like, you know, Halloween. I think Halloween is an incredibly good, very, very scary uh, probably one of the best slasher movies ever created. Um, again, I'm, you know, John Carpenter is, you know, God to me. So it's his movie, you know, so mm-hmm. about five or six of his movies are perfect. Um, the thing, which is still my all time favorite movie is What's still a scary scene in the thing. Um, I don't remember. I love the thing. And I think the thing's a great movie, I, but I, I don't remember it being scary. I think because it was so over the top when he does the, the heart thing and okay. his hand in, in his chest opens up. It's the thing. Right. And the hands open up and his arm, his arms go in and get chopped off. Like that whole sequence still will fuck people up. Like if you see the movie today with people who've never seen the movie, they will shit in their pants on that scene. I'm like, okay, yeah, that definitely, I've seen it so many times right. that it doesn't scare me anymore, but that scene is pretty damn scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not, there's not a lot of movies that scare me anymore. Uh, unfortunately. No, um, but when you think back, when you, in your, in your Rolodex, you're the, thinking, the, what is creep? What's a creepy scene? What, uh, what, like what, if you're lying in bed in the middle of the night, what may raise the hairs man, in your neck? Um, I, I'd still say jaws. I still like, uh, say when he gets eaten at the end, that's fucked up. I'll give you um, a, a, that's, that's scary as hell. Only, only because the way, again, the way it's filmed and the way that it's edited, uh, you, you, like yourself, it's like I've seen some of your editing. Uh, just that world, which I don't know how to do. I don't know how to edit. Like I've tried it before. We've talked about this. I did go to a film thing, uh, like a producer class for two weeks, and I did have an editing. Have no fucking clue how to run the machines, how to edit properly. Mm-hmm. I was horrible at it. But 
if you see like the ending of Jaws when you know he's being eaten by the shark, mm-hmm. one of the greatest scenes ever filmed. All right, so you you just mentioned uh, the film camp that you went to, film yes. school, whatever. Um, <laughs> what a, a boot camp or yeah, type of thing? Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, that's why I said camp. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, you your ambition is to make a horror movie. Yeah. Uh, and you, I believe you have kills in mind. Yes. So your passion of yeah. horror movie is fantastic kills. Pretty much. Uh, there's two. There's there's two stories that go on in my head, and one and both of them. I think the the stuff is is always the surprise attack. It's always going to be the surprise attack of an actual kill. It's going to be like a Michael Myers behind the door and he gets you. I, I still right. like that. You don't know what's going to happen. It's like something's there in the dark. You don't know what it is. And it, and it actually does. Right. Well, there's two so, craft. There's two yeah. crafts to that yeah. that need to be studied, which yes. I'm intend to do and employed properly. One is, uh, the audience knows Michael Myers Absolutely. is behind the door, yeah. but the person yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis does not. Absolutely. That's the only way and it works. We still get scared. Well, the other one, which yeah. has often scared us, is we didn't expect that to come oh, at no, all. Yeah, right. And Michael Myers jumps out right. at us. I think too many horror movies fail at that one. Yeah. Trying absolutely. to scare us by jumping out at us mm-hmm. with things. Just the jump scenes. Yep. Right. When the scarier, I, I think overall the scarier and the uneasier one is we know he's there. Absolutely. Um. In Paranormal Activity, some of the best shots are staring at that door when they're in bed, Mm -hmm. wondering, is something going to come through that door? Mm -hmm. And your anticipation, you're You're just waiting. You're not even seeing them in the bed anymore. You're watching the door. You're just watching that door. You're watching other things. And they're like in bed. And what's great about that is something happens in the bed finally about three quarters of the way of the movie because you've been tricked into watching the door. You're like, oh, shit. What's going on with the fucking blanket? Right, you know, and then the, the she gets thrown away. Yeah. She gets pulled away, and I'm like, God damn it, that was good because you were you're focused on the door. You're focused on the door. So, um, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, so yeah, there's a there's a certain magic in the sleight of yeah. hand, but the cat all of a sudden jumping in your lap out of nowhere yeah. has scared many a people. Yeah. Um, and is is uh, totally. I, can't, I, I guess I would I would I would say both. I mean, I definitely uh, I definitely like. What's your favorite kill? What is the kill oh, that you? God. Uh, <laughs> wow that's i would have to think about that one for a second but like you said like the i mean my favorite kills i'm not even a huge fan of the movie but i gotta say they've got to be kind of come out of the saw franchise like those uh, are some yeah. of the most yeah, innovative definitely. the dude who's got his cage on his head and it's gonna rip off his head if he doesn't get it off in time a girl. um a girl okay i i've <laughs> i've watched yeah. saw one probably three See, times jigsaw. jigsaw is really fucking good movie um, they really went the rest of the saws I've watched like one time. No, but like Jigsaw that just came out last year. Right, it's a really yeah, I know it's film. a new movie. Really, um, solid it's out film. on video. I think right. Yeah, now. Uh, I, I actually really like. Is that. that a completely spinoff story or is that no, Saw new, Seven yeah. or whatever? Because it's kind a of a remake ish, but it's you know yeah. Anyway, um, Hostel has some great kills in it. Um, yeah, but uh, it's torture porn. Yeah. So the thing I don't like about Hostel, and this this is where I go back to. He tried so much for character buildup in the first hour of those movies. Mm-hmm. I still didn't care about any of those kids. Right. So that's when that's to me what hurts for me for Hostel is because they went to Europe to get laid. Okay, but I don't care about any of them. The girls went in part two. They go to South America Drug, or, or uh, Russia or whatever, and same thing. They're out looking for boys. 
they, oh, yeah. if they start getting killed. I'm like, I don't care. Right. Um, the Friday the 13th movies, I care about. Uh, you know, like Kevin Bacon, like the very first one. Is we because, have a variety of kids who right. are there for different reasons, right. and they have different backgrounds. But, but, so you but can very simplistic. You can very, latch on a certain yeah, very one. simple yeah. character development type of thing, and you're like, okay, that to me is scary. Is like right. you know a madman killing these kids for no reason kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's like one of my uh, shit, my favorite kills. And this will go back to because I'm such a gore hound. I will switch over to romero's you know uh dead movies okay. only because they're so fucking gory and they're right. so intense like dawn of the dead has some of still today have some of the best practical effects gore scenes that you'll ever see day of the dead is over the fucking top mm-hmm. like unbelievable like you watch these movies and you're like how did this movie come out it wasn't x-rated or banned because mm-hmm. they're so fucking violent and vile um i like those kind of things <laughs> but again it's uh that kind of takes away the whole scare you know scare factor i guess the scare factor is you know it's like well you're being chased by zombies and they're gonna eat you unless you get away what's the movie with the guy who's got a guitar with a drill bit on the end guitar is it slumber party oh oh, yeah yeah yeah. and he goes around and he's killing people with his guitar crazy Mm -hmm. guitar guy yeah i don't know good movies so so bad so good yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. i think it's that's 80s that's that that to me is 80s sleaze and cheese at its best and for some reason in my head that guy is the exact same guy that's in Mad Max Fury Road playing the guitar. Probably. He could very easily be <laughs> like they're both. I, think, I feel like they're both the yeah. same dude. Yeah. Um, it's like that's his cousin in Australia. Right. This is, you know, this is American, you know, guy. But, um, yeah, when it comes to actual kill scenes that, you know, uh, that, that stand, I remember Motel that Hell. Out. Isn't there a, there, there's a, like a, a, a lawn cutter or something yeah. like that. They, they cut people are buried which in their is head. funny because motel hell actually uh, there's not much of course there's not much gore or there is there's only a couple of kills blood. in the movie yeah so it's kind of it's like very low budget yeah it's one of those was it a corman movie yeah <laughs> it wasn't i think so i'm pretty sure it was <laughs> i think it might have if it wasn't it was certainly inspired by corman well so many are I mean, yeah you know make a movie for 20 bucks and it still looks good um so yeah i it just uh my my taste in horror is kind of all over the place. I don't actually have like one or two scenes or you know like something that you know stands out, but definitely Jaws the first time you see the shark, um, and shit. I mean just Dawn of the Dead. I just I remember seeing that talk about renting VHS and stuff. I remember renting Dawn of the Dead probably seventy times, and just eventually finally owning it because this is back right. in the day when VHS was like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah, they were you know, typically kid, kids. You don't typically remember these they were seventy nine ninety five. Yeah, like eighty dollars to a hundred dollars. And I remember seeing that price tag on the Dawn of the Dead, like the rental, and it was you know eighty nine ninety five. And I was like, well, obviously I can't buy it, so I'll just keep renting it. But I think you know I, the movie that broke the mold. Mm, it was E. T. for nineteen ninety five. Yeah, E. T. Yeah, okay. changed the industry. I think it was like with twenty bucks. Was it like Target or Walmart? It's like something. No, everywhere you could buy. No, no, no. no, no but it was bucks. like I think a chain got behind Spielberg, like. Why are we doing 80 bucks? Let's do something cheap. Yeah, because of the video yeah. stores. You had to get the video stores yeah, to pay yeah. those high prices yeah. out, out of the game. But anyway, it's like uh, I, I I remember running Dawn of the Dead. I think Dawn of the Dead is still just so stuck in my head because of that. And the kill scenes are ama- absolutely amazing. So it's you see that kind of stuff. I'm stuck. I'm like, I'll watch it. I'll watch it right now. I'll watch it today. Speaking of VHS, have you seen the horror movie VHS? Yes. Do you, is it any good? No. Okay. It, it, 
it spawned it's, a couple sequels, but um, it's it's one of those things. What is it? What's it about? It, it it's very difficult to say. It's one of those kind of it's it takes you back to the sixties or seventies, schlocky, doesn't really make sense. We don't know what we're watching, kind of thing. So both VHS and VHS two are like that. Um, is that the one where there's a there's security footage of a girl getting sort of raped in a parking structure no they harass her or something no, that's p2 that's part that's parking lot too or p2 oh, um, okay all right yeah or something else but i mean being, what happens the, in vhs uh vhs2 i don't remember vhs the first one the burglars are paid to rob this this visit this, this you know to rob this house or something and they end up watching what they're supposed to rob and it's all these sequences of crazy shit that's happening to people. So you don't know if it's a killer videotaping this stuff or killers or something. Mm. It gets very, very, it's very strange. What about Wreck? Wreck. Oh, Record, those are good. R-E-C? Yeah, those are good movies. What the hell is that about? Uh, that's that's kind of like the, the a zombie apocalypse type of like a, something happens to a, a, a city or something. Uh-huh. I don't know how to like to really explain it. But it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Viruses. Yeah, it's, virus it's like that and quarantine are very, very, right. like, very, very close. I think they might have been made even by, like, the same people. Um, yeah, they're good. I well, mean, those, those, are, those aren't bad. The rec movies are pretty good. Um, the quarantine movies are actually pretty good. Yeah, a lot of, like, the footage. You know, there's cameras everywhere, that kind of stuff. And it'll, you know, kind of messes with you. Speaking of, uh, of Apocalypse, uh, yeah. Walking Dead started this past Sunday. I didn't even see it yet. Oh, oh, did you record it? Yeah. Are you so you're gonna yeah. you're gonna jump back? But like you said, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. I it's I got back from. It Vegas. used to be musty. Yeah, TV. It I was, got back from. That Vegas. was appointment TV yeah. for me. It's not. I got back from Vegas and went right to seeing some friends and went to a concert Monday. I didn't go straight home to watch it. Yeah. So three years ago, I wouldn't have gone to the concert, or I would have gone to the concert after. Like I'll meet you the there. Three years ago, there's nothing I would have done. I would have watched much. Walking Dead first. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's I mean, what I, I would be doing have, on a Sunday. I probably night, wouldn't yeah. have even gone to Vegas, or I would have left Vegas early to come back. You know, Sunday night to right. see it here on a better TV. It's currently um, what still happens with Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones oh, well, is must yeah, watch Game of Thrones TV. Is, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, you stop what you're doing on right. a Sunday afternoon. Right. You go get it's something to eat. You go get something to eat, and you just you wait for six o'clock or the eight o'clock. You know, whatever show you're cable service you know has it's like i have direct tv so i can watch it at six and six seven eight nine eleven like i'll watch it three or four times because mm. it's so much fucking goes on in that hour hour and a half or whatever so you're like i gotta watch it again because it's uh, just so intense it's, it's they're mini movies we didn't we didn't record game we are not game we didn't record uh, walking dead at all and have no intention. it's still it's still stuck on record so i'm like i'll not, i'll get uh, to it you know it, yeah it's it's i don't know i kind of just again i kind of just want to know what happens you know, at the end of the season, but then I'm going to let it, not, I'm going to let it go. And maybe five years from now, I'll binge it. Yeah. It's not must see TV uh, anymore for me, unfortunately, yeah. which is kind of sad because it's, uh, it went from such great. Well, it, it, and TV again, it's, it's in the horror world. I want to give it, you know, props and watch it and all that kind of stuff. But it's, Oh, speaking of in the horror yeah, world. Um, yeah. so I tried watching Penny Dreadful. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you ever seen yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, we were like four or five episodes in, and we're just like, meh, it's okay. Yeah, Deanna's home, so they're crying. Oh. The dogs are crying for. Um, so we stopped watching. I, it just wasn't exciting enough. I really liked Penny Dreadful, um, but I 
I would not go back to binge or watch it again. It's like one of those like, mm-hmm. okay, I've seen it. Just like it's visually it. good. They're good actors. There's a little, you know, there's some pretty good, you know, gore. There's, you know, a lot of blood, uh, a lot of boobs because it's, you know, Showtime or whatever. So there's, you know, a lot of naked people. But mm. you just sit there and you're like, okay, I've seen it. So um, mm. weren't you? Were you also a fan of Mr. Robot? Yeah, I love. Yeah, yeah. We watched four episodes and just stopped. Uh oh, of the first thing, like from yeah, the season one, four really? episodes. Oh, you have to keep going. Um, it's one of those. It, it's a slow build. God, um, it's slow. Yeah, yeah it's a got very, it. I mean, like right now really, we're four episodes in, and yeah. I mean he still works for the computer company. I assume that's going to go away, or the security company. Um, Christian Slater is, you know, still trying to entice him. Uh, he. Oh, you haven't he, got to any of the good stuff. He frames. Yeah, he, he 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 because There's of Christian shows. The first season, so you got to get. Yeah, well, I think each season is only eight shows, but we were like four episodes in, and I was just like, "I can never watch this again in my life. I don't care. Like, I just don't." Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but everybody, there's many people, and I thought you were one of them that love Mr. Robot, and uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what I'm missing. It's a slow build. It's one of those. It's, I don't know. I kind of just, I really like that kid, so I just like, wow, this is kind of cool different i liked it because it was different mm. and i was just like that's kind of like what i was stuck on it's not mm. your typical tv show um well it was usa network so which was weird which, well because so they cuss and like the you would hope bleeped that it out and you know mm. it was mm-hmm. it, it was almost like it was made for showtime or one of those right and then usa bought it or well, i don't know that's backstory um but yeah i liked it slow mm. builds very very interesting last few episodes of the first season second season is fucking crazy so no right. but you know what else? Not much. Not much. Just uh, no. You just got anything getting, coming up? You doing any shows? You just doing... getting ready for like the horror stuff, man. It's uh. You got any April, May, or... April, May, June, July, or right, so those are fucking around. madhouses. Right, right. On. Yeah, I mean, it's well. I think across the board, all over North America, there's so many damn conventions now. Uh, not Comic Cons. I mean, there's Comic Cons. You know, there's right. four, four every weekend places right. now, which is just ridiculous. Every city has to have a Comic Con, so yeah, there's a lot of and cities. literally every city. So mm-hmm. it's it's getting ridiculous. Um, it's not going to hurt San Diego. San Diego is still the one that you want to go oh, to. Oh, yeah. But, but at the same time, it's, you know, I mean, Bakersfield has one. Right. So Banning. Banning has a uh, Comic-Con slash pinball thing. And you're just like, Banning is the city here in Los Angeles, uh, well, an hour away from L.A. Uh, San Bernardino County, I yeah, think. Yeah, it's like yeah. way the fuck out there. Right. And they're having one. And you're it's- like, why are you having a comic con? I think that's because there is a pinball museum in yeah, the, the, the museum. And the museum yeah. Yeah, exists because yeah. uh the guy who owns the airport is a big pinball collector. Oh yeah, no, no. It's a great museum and everything, but and they're actually I, having a comic con. Right, but that's like, that's how the whole thing gets connected. Yeah, it's just I I part. sold him games. Yeah. I, I would assume that you knew some of those people. Yeah. Um, um but, so yeah. yeah. So it's like I go to Comic Cons, I don't know any of the characters or whatever. So it's kind of fun. It's kind of you know, it's like I know so many people, so many vendors now. So it's fun to like sit at their booth, and help them out, of course, but sit at their booth and just people watch because you know so many characters and cosplay and you know interesting people are at these places, and that's probably why I like conventions so much anyway. And even going as a fan, which I'll be going to a to a couple. I won't be actually having a, a booth, but. Tell the truth. Have you ever paid for anybody's autograph? Tell the truth. I haven't. No. Uh, there's there's a few that I would not, I wouldn't actually uh, get an autograph. I'm like I'm not an autograph person. Right. But there's a few that I'd be like, okay, that would be that would be kind of like Pinhead, Doug Bradley's coming out to a few. Oh, okay. Um, Clive Barker, who uh, 
unfortunately will not be with us for very much longer because of his health. Uh, he's going to Texas Frightmare, so I'm very upset that I'm not going out there. Mm. Um, he's like 100 200 bucks for a signature. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and uh, pictures. I mean, but he'll do the whole thing. He'll he'll talk to you, take picture. So it's you know it's a it's not like a he's at a table just quick sign in here. No, he's got to be in a room go. if you're gonna ask yeah, that kind of it, money. Yeah, he's the there's got to be yeah. there's got to be a doorman on that yeah. one. Yeah, kind of yeah. like uh, my ex worked uh, George Romero. Uh, mm-hmm. He had his own room, literally his own room at Monster Palooza here in Los Angeles uh, a few years ago, and it was just wall the entire wall was covered with his stuff and pictures and all that kind of stuff and you walk in and you buy something and you have him sign it and it was i want to say it was like 50 or 75 bucks or whatever but these guys are kind of old school they'll sit and talk with you they'll look at the tattoos they'll take real pictures they'll Mm -hmm. take their time with you so that's kind of cool speaking of bad health clive barker and old school uh, this past week uh, kevin smith had a uh, massive heart attack craziness and Um, what's his name sean was there Oh, from was, Ohio. Was, was Sean like, there for show I don't know one? if he was there for the uh, the heart attack, but he was actually he took was, a picture with Kevin Smith this right. week. Um I think that I think Sean went to the show the week before. Yeah. I don't think Sean yeah. was at this show. Yeah, yeah. There was uh, two shows that night. Um Kevin did the first show, then And wasn't feeling good. He threw up and he had the sweats. Yeah. And he was just gonna move ahead with the second show, but some of his people advised him and took him to Glendale Hospital. Yeah. And he had a hundred percent blockage on one of his. Uh, okay, I didn't even read like the whole story because I was just, of, like, I was yeah. just like freaked out at the whole thing. I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like yeah. I knew people that were there at the first show or, or earlier event, you know, earlier that week. The doctors told him that had he done the second show, he would have died that night. Probably died right on stage. Or, they said they told like him he would have died because yeah. he had a hundred percent blockage. So the the fact that his people were like, "No, maybe we should go to the hospital." Um, and they were able to get in there and put in a stint. Um, That's pretty he, crazy. He gets to live. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he had a, a very close brush with death. Um, so um, hope, hopefully he's doing well. He's back home right now. Yeah. Uh, and he's uh, planning to go the vegan route, um, which I don't, sounds like it. I don't fully understand. I mean, you can still <laughs> eat chicken. You know. They don't. No, but I mean, <laughs> your chicken isn't going to give you a hundred percent blockage, like. Uh, oh, 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 eating high fatty foods, right. you know, burgers. And I mean, eating lean beef isn't going to give you a hundred percent blockage yeah. eating Turkey. Like you don't need to go vegan right. to, to can, prevent a hundred percent blockage. Yeah, you can go vegetarian you pretty much just n- need to not eat like Certain shit, shit. Yeah, mostly exactly. saturated fat. Yeah. And really it's the fast food world. He, right. was, he was definitely a pothead fast food. Put down the fast food and put years. down the Twinkies. I mean, the yeah. saturated fat that's inside of a Twinkie is just going to clog your arteries. Yeah. It just sits there. Right. You can work out all you want, and it's literally just going to. So sit that in that's the so. thing is like I'm like, I'm not sure why he makes the jump to vegan, but he wants to make the jump to vegan. Okay, fine. You Isn't know, she like vegan? I thought his wife is vegan. Or I didn't. I, think I didn't think that Jen was. I think she. I think she. Uh, Harley, uh, his ago. daughter, I think yeah, might was. have. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think his wife has had already gone that route a few years. I don't know, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. it, it's still got to be crazy. It's still got to be kind of. I mean, obviously not just the scare thing, but you're just like. You're sitting there having a good time, and then all of a sudden, you know, you puke. The heart attack comes. Well, it's like uh, you puke, and you just think it's, you know, oh, it could be food. You know, all the stuff that he was talking about that first, you know, tweet or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, it was a massive, you know, massive ordeal. And you're massive like, heart attack? No doubt. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of crazy. So, you know, vegan, vegetarian. Or at least he had watch, a heart attack. You, you know, watch what you eat kind of thing. Um, yeah. It's a, little, it's a little creepy, a little scary. All right. 
so let's wrap this up. All right. I'm Vince Roca. Oh, what? You got oh, no, no, no. Good. Like Kevin, I... Kevin Smith supposedly is, you know, uh, produ- well, I don't know about now, but he was going to make some more horror movies. So. Oh, I know he want, he's making a Jay and Silent Bob reboot. You know, I, but I mean, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be just his name, but uh, there was like another. Uh, he actually enjoyed making uh, Tusk and Red State. So I think. Red State, I think, is terrible. Tusk no, 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 I but I'm is like, fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to make them himself. I love Tusk. I haven't watched Yoga Hosers in my queue to watch. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. I watched like 10 minutes of it. It was, oh. little, it was really silly. Yeah, it's, I knew. I know. No, I mean, it's like really, really silly. Like, wow. He made. He specifically, before he made the movie. Mm. He made a movie his 13-year-old daughter could watch. Right. That movie is made specifically for yeah. teen and preteen girls. Yeah. Um, and that was the movie that he wanted to make, yeah. was a movie for those girls. I just, I, I just I, I've read into some of his tweets and some of his, you know, talkings that he had a lot of fun making Tusk. So he's supposed to be making another. I love Tusk. You know? Tusk yeah. was fantastic. It's so, it's so bad, it's good. Um, Red State, it, it's one of those movies, man. It's just like, oh, it's such a good such a good premise and then just just yeah it didn't work red state but i like i love the premise and awful I love... from beginning to end okay i just think it's the the boys going out into the middle of the fields to a trailer to have sex with some ganky whore it doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't you, you work don't live for... in like iowa you live in california that's true. There's 14 million people here. But, there's nine million women. You go to a but, city. You go to a city where there's like three women. But I bought. I guys. bought into Porky's. Which, no, 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 which no, was no. A, I'm, not, I'm not defending the, the movie. I'm nowhere. saying it's 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 a, it's it was an interesting premise that they go out to sin and that the church, you know, they get kidnapped or whatever. Um, I just don't, you know, I don't think it was very believable. So I don't think it was believable. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't believable for me. Yeah. Um, I liked. I like the kidnapping, and I like the. I liked uh, all the church stuff. The way, yeah, I like the way the 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 leader. You know, it's a, he was an incredible actor. Did Michael Parr pass away? Yeah, a couple years ago. I didn't know. That. Yeah. Um, you know, Kevin was so in love with Michael Parr and gave yeah. him like this fantastic speech to give, mm-hmm. and he does give the speech, and I think the speech is boring. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like I like what kind of happens there in mm-hmm. the in the church. Then it becomes like this. I don't know, gun revolution movie, which is, I guess, yeah, sort of 70s. topical now. But it was like, it was, it was, and, it was 60s, you know, 70s. John Goodman yeah. and the FBI is there. And then what the hell is the horn? <laughs> like, I just don't know what movie he was making. You haven't watched enough really bad 70s. Fine. Schlock, but, so. the, you know, there's a reason I'm not striving to remake no, Citizen no, no, Kane. No, no. Um, I mean, no, but I'm just like, like you, we, you know, I, I touched on briefly with like Amityville too. I say sleazy, but it had like a sleazy tone in the whole movie because you said Stranger he's very, Things, he's very demonic eyes, his looks, his demeanor. A lot of movies were like that in the seventies. Stranger and 80s. Things made a modern movie that has an eighties feel, yeah, but it is not like, oh yeah, that's an eighties movie, right? Like. There's no like, oh, of course, these plot holes can exist because it's an 80s movie. Like they're they attempt to make a modern right. day movie. Um, and I think Red State is all over the place. And no, no I, that's what I mean. It's like, it, like I said, like I was saying, I'm like, I'm not really defending the film or defending his actions. I'm saying it was a good premise, but it kind of fell apart. I just like I really like those 70s. I don't know, like VHS. I don't know what the hell's going on. It follows mm. very, very bizarre, like. 
is this a horror? Is this a thriller? Is this a comedy? Is this a drama? I don't know what fuck movie uh, this is, mm. but I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Red State had that premise. It just didn't deliver. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm probably, not probably, I don't need to ever see the movie again. Yeah, I don't need like to Like Tusk, I'll watch again. Because yeah, it's funny. Just, it's well, good, be, yeah. but, but there you go. <laughs> there's humor. There's, some, you know, some scares, if you believe that. Yeah, it's sadistic. It's crazy. Yeah, Par is unbelievable creepy right. like through the whole movie which he always was i mean right. he was just that creepy good voice um so i mean i'll watch dusk again uh, anyway it, go, go back to kevin smith i hope he makes more whether he directs or i hope he stays healthy and yeah. is with us for a long time to real come. quick did you see everything sucks yet on netflix the 90s movie or tv show no see it it's a it's a it's a sitcom sit dramedy kind of piece or whatever um kind of like stranger things it, yeah it's okay. a tv show okay. it's kids in the 90s in boring oregon okay um but it's really really good i wouldn't say it's like stranger things at all it's kids it's it's high school kids it's a high I school have, kid i have show. finished big mouth and i'm looking for something else watch everything sucks did you watch it's big 90s. mouth i watched two episodes didn't laugh once and then stopped the second episode is so endearing when she gets her period no, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't care for it. They go to the Statue of Liberty, and the little girl gets her period. Yeah, didn't and she's like, didn't she's their Tom girlfriend. She's just going through. Two full episodes. Two full episodes because of you. Didn't laugh. Oh didn't my smile, god! Didn't, I thought was not hooked at all. Her, her, the, her little friend comes to a rescue in the sweatshirt and all of that, and I didn't was just like, it's super endearing. Right. Um, I can see why certain people will like it. I like Nick Kroll and his people. I was not. Then involved. I was not involved. Uh, anyway, watch everything sucks, and we'll talk about that. And that did you? And then that and that ends with uh, her hormone monster shows up and is like, "Now you can be evil to your mother." And she screams at her mom, and I'm just like, "This is so awesome!" And then uh, the next episode, the kid thinks he's gay, and they dealt with that. The episode three, and they mm-hmm. dealt with that amazingly well. And I, that was I was done. I was hooked. Yeah. yeah. And See, then there you go. Episode three, there's you're hooked. A, no, I was no, I was hooked at two, but yeah, three no, I, definitely I, sealed the deal. Yeah. Then uh, episode four or five, she gets a sexy bra, <laughs> and uh, and it's just just the way they dealt with it because like she wants to be this woman, but then people she gets attention because you can see her sexy bra strap. Right. And she doesn't know how to deal with the intention. Mm-hmm. She doesn't l- like the attention, but she wants to be this. She wants the attention, but not okay. all the attention. I think it's fantastic. Absolutely. But I'll there you go. Uh, check out A lot out of people everything. like it. No. Everything Watch sucks. everything sucks. All right. I'm Vince Roca. Uh, Martin Bailey. So for more on the show, <laughs> visit getconvinced.com.